what's going on everybody today we are going to talk about on the better than i deserve channel anxiety now this is a topic that most people want to avoid because just talking about it a lot of times can kind of provoke it and as someone who has anxiety has experienced uh panic anxiety and basically panic disorder at a certain point in my life i understand that you want to do everything you can to do to avoid it right the problem is and with my own personal experience is that that you can't avoid anxiety if it's in there it's your body trying to tell you something and it's going to continue to tell you something until you listen and you lean in and you find um, some kind of closure around whatever it is that your body's telling you now the problem with anxiety is that after prolonged uh, experience we know that it's poison on the brain right we're releasing the cortisol into our brain it's not healthy for us we need to uh, move towards a solution now a little bit of anxiety healthy completely healthy completely normal there's nothing wrong with that what we're talking about here is the debilitating anxiety and if you've had it you know what i'm talking about i never had anxiety as a licensed mental health therapist i never had it uh i would deal and help clients try to move through and find some solutions for it and then i was in a period it was probably about five years ago uh, i had a panic attack setting at crackle barrel um with my family and i, I thought i was gonna have a heart attack i literally had told my, my wife at the time, like, hey, like, <laughs> I, I'm about to croak out here. My arm was numb. I couldn't breathe. I was flush, white, sweating. I thought I was going to pass right out of my chicken dumplings. It was not okay. And then over the next months, it just continued to get progressively worse. Just the thought of anxiety would provoke and produce crazy physiological symptoms. So let's talk about that. What are some of the physiological symptoms of anxiety? So we got increased heart rate. We got increased blood pressure, right? We got gestational issues. We have tightening of the chest. We have hyperventilating, shallow breathing. We have sweating. Um, we have the mind racing, the distorted thoughts, blurry vision. And, and there's a lot of other symptoms out there. I'm leaving a ton out. That is just some of the major ones. So when we're looking at this, I have kind of a, a unique way of thinking about anxiety. Now, it doesn't work for everybody, right? It's not going to fit a box, which is everything, right? Nothing is just going to fit perfectly in everyone's box. But I've gotten a lot of feedback over the years of, of clients that I've worked with it, that have said, hey, I've never really heard of it that way. That, that's kind of interesting. And the anxiety that I have kind of fits into that. So cool, let's check it out. Maybe for you, maybe not. All right, so you, when you were a kid, did you ever play with magnets? I loved magnets, right? I, I just fascinated, still at this day, my son will get some like magnet stuff and I'll just find myself just like playing and putting them and seeing what I can pick up. I, I just find them so interesting, right? Just science um, can be super interesting sometimes. So as a kid, I remember being so frustrated and fascinated of why those two magnets would not go together. If I flip it over, it goes right together, hangs on for dear life. But those 
that certain polarity, you know, and I, I don't really know what it is, but it just will not go together. Nothing you can do. You can press, you can get tools and try to super glue. Anything you do ain't gonna work. It used to make me so frustrated. So I remember one day having a discussion and I kind of compared in this metaphor, anxiety to magnets and this light bulb came on, right? And I said, hold on a second. A lot of my anxiety that I have, the root sources of it, is usually when I have two things that I want at the same time that cannot coexist. So I work with substance use disorder and a common one that we have in there is when someone wants to get sober, they wanna live a life of recovery, right? They really want to find a different way of living. They don't wanna drink, they don't wanna drug, they don't want nothing to do with it. They're sick of it. Then on the other hand, they really just want to go hide in a hotel room and get as drunk as possible and pass out and avoid all as much of life as they can. They want that instant gratification of feeling better. Well, those two things do not coexist. You cannot be a person in recovery moving towards some kind of spiritual, mental, physical growth and then be someone hiding in a hotel room drinking alcohol. Those two things can't coexist. And so another example would be, say that you're in a relationship and we're going to get real honest real quick. Have you ever been in a relationship and you wanted to be out of the relationship? And one of the only reasons you stayed in the relationship was because you didn't want anyone else to have your partner. Let that think about that real quick. Let that set in. Right. So think about I can't tell you how many times I've been speaking with someone and we've walked through, you know, their relationship issues. And a lot of times the main reason they're staying with someone is out of fear, really two sides of the fear. One is that person's going to be with someone else and maybe they like them better. Right. And number two, that they're not going to be able to find anybody else to be in a relationship with them. If we're only in a relationship for those two reasons out of fear, no bueno, right? That That's always going to probably be a, a great conductor of this physical reaction, this physiological reaction we have of anxiety, right? So if I'm in a relationship and I'm daydreaming about being single, playing with these thoughts in my mind of what that might look like, what it would look like financially, what would it look like in my hobbies? Whew, I get to play a lot more golf, right? If I'm fantasizing about being single, so on one hand, I'm romanticizing it, and then on the other hand, I'm really trying to be in a committed relationship and do everything I can to make that relationship committed and successful, those two things do not coexist, right? And anytime I have two things that do not coexist, and I'm trying to put them into the same world, it's kind of like that energy from a magnet and it's gonna cause like this physiological reaction within me, which I like to call anxiety. So I, it, it's definitely a different way to think about it. Uh, and I'm definitely not saying all anxiety fits into this. The one thing that I would challenge you to think about is do you even know where your anxiety started? Do you know the root cause of it? Because a lot of times people that show up to me and they have like this generalized anxiety, they don't even really know what the stem or the source is, 
right? They, they don't really know. All they know is they have anxiety and the thought of anxiety creates anxiety. And so I think it's important to ask yourself if you're this person, right? The moment anxiety starts to creep into you, ask yourself, what were you just thinking about? Does it fit into this idea of wrestling with two things that cannot coexist at the same time? I mean, maybe not, right? But it's definitely worth a shot. And if it is, the good thing is there's a solution. If your anxiety fits into this, the beauty is that there's a solution, right? Well, you might say, well, Zach, what does that solution, what might it be? It means that you need to get out of the middle and you need to make a decision and you need to be 100% committed. You know, I get a lot of clients a lot of the time that say, you know, hey, Zach, what should I do? My question to them is what can you do? Which one can you do 100%? Think about that for a second. Which decision can you go after 100%? Because that's going to be the decision you need to make, even if it's not the best decision, right? Because the importance of being all in is always going to outweigh the better decision. So if you can fit your anxiety into this box, choose which one you want and be 100% in and don't ever think about what would have happened if you went the other way because that's just going to produce more anxiety. Anxiety is all about the future. It's all about the unknown. And we know the future ain't here yet. There's nothing I can do in the future. The only thing I can do is right now right? So get your ass out of the future, get in the present moment and ask yourself, what can I do for myself? What can I do for the person beside me? Your life will absolutely get better. Please hit a like, please hit a subscribe. Uh, if you like the content, there's going to be more to come. If you have some specific topics that you want me to talk about, throw them in the comments. If I don't know about them, I'll learn about them. I'll put a video and I'll even coin you in the video. Have a good day. You are absolutely better than you deserve.